Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a second. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise. As always, I'm super excited for today's episode. Sitting down with Yaris Paris, a pop musician from Vancouver. His music is just so vibey. I've been listening to it all day, and it's definitely something you can just like put on and live your whole day too. Uh, he's got quite a big catalog as well. We won't play, of course, all, all the music. Won't have time for that, but we will play quite a few songs. But I'm going to leave that all for us. I'd like to let you just get the show started. Just tell me a little bit about yourself, your music, your journey with it, kind of your little shtick. You bet, yeah. So first off, thanks so much for having me. Super excited to be on the show. Um, I am based out of Vancouver, um, and I've been making music my whole life, kind of since I was a kid and discovered um, how cool music was. I've been pretty enthralled with it. Um, and I started this project in 2019, um, just with the goal of, you know, trying to create um, some albums that really um, capture different periods of my life. And um, I've been releasing an album a year um, since 2020. So I just put out my fourth record. Um, and just trying to evolve my sound with each release. So I guess that's kind of, you know, my, my shtick is that I don't necessarily, you know, fall into one category. But with each release, I try and you know, dive into um, different genres. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get started just talking about your latest album, Maximize Comfort. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that album making it kind of the vibe with it? And then we'll talk about the title track as well. For sure. Yeah. So... I think, you know, this album felt very freeing in a lot of ways because it was my fourth album. And so I felt like I was coming off a bit of a trilogy. And with that came a newfound freedom. Um, and I, I came up with the, the title and the concept for the album um, prior to taking my first uh, vacation um, since the pandemic started. And I said to a friend, that the theme of this trip is going to be to maximize my comfort. And that phrase just like a light bulb went off and it really stuck with me. And I, and I kind of just ran with it for the rest of the album. And I think that it just really captures, um, you know, some of the, the vibe on the album and that it's just very relaxed and loose um, and chill. But there also is this um, maximalist juxtaposition going on at the same time. Um, and so a lot of the album is just playing between, you know, a little bit of the, the paradox between maximizing something, but also trying to be comfort comfortable at the same time. Totally. And you know what? The, the title track song itself, Maximize Comfort, definitely captures that vibe where I felt like you were maximizing like the sound and how many sounds you can like fit into a little song because there was so much like happening. But at the same time, it was just like mixed and produced so well that it was just such like a comfy, vibey song. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the song in particular? For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess like the one, the one thing with that song and like, especially like lyrically, like a lot of what the song is about isn't like um, necessarily about um, like maximizing in the sense um, that I need to do all these things to be more comfortable, but it's, it's actually like in order to increase my comfort levels, I need to do less of all these things. And in the song, I talk about how I spend too much time on my phone or how I spend too much time caring or chasing the wrong things. And so in some ways, it's like a bit of a, like a wake, wake up call song to myself. It's like, maybe if you stop doing these 
you know, five things, you're going to start feeling a little bit more contented in life. So that was really the inspiration for, you know, the, the lyrical side of things. And um, I, I guess, I guess on the, on the production side, I really wanted this album to feel um, a little bit dancier and a little, and, and have a certain degree of bounce to it. So that was really like the inspiration for having a more uh, synthesized drum beat. Um, and I've been really inspired by producers who do all sorts of, um, you know, interesting things with their voices. And so what is really the backbone of the song is a bit of a vocal chop um, that, you know, starts the song and comes back in the chorus. And I feel like that, um, you know, high pitched um, kind of youthful um, vocal production really makes that song a little bit unique in my catalog. Right on. And you have a music video for that one as well. I would have to say you have a very nice YouTube channel for an indie artist. I must say you have quite a bit of music videos. And one thing I also really enjoyed is you brought back visualizers. I think about it every day, how much I miss Xbox visualizer and and like just the like uh, stock uh, Microsoft visualizer on the computer. I mean, obviously yours weren't like as crazy as those ones, but they were still something just really cool to look at while you listen to the music. Uh, Why don't you tell me a little bit about the music video in particular for Maximizing Comfort? For sure, yeah. So I filmed that music video with my girlfriend and we film all the music videos uh, together just on an iPhone. And um, we're very lucky to live in Vancouver. And so a nice thing about living in Vancouver and trying to find, um, you know, some scenery that's going to translate well onto video is that you don't have to go too far. So for that video, we went to Stanley Park and we just got some shots, a couple dancing and lip syncing takes. And then um, we were able to, to to call it a wrap, which which was good because it was a summer, summer day in Stanley Park. So it was pretty busy and hard to get shots with not too many people in the background. Um, but usually when I go into the videos, I really don't try and go to for like go into it with too much of an idea um, or a narrative or anything like that, but rather just try and get some um, visually pleasing shots that suit the music. Um, and and like you know going into the the idea of um, the visual visualizer, like that's really what even like the music videos are intended to be is just like a visual companion to the music. But realistically, it's like just all about kind of creating like a a holistic. Uh, vision uh, as part of the album yeah totally like the music videos themselves they weren't very like aggressively produced i would say and they definitely don't take away from the music all they were just just like the songs themselves very chill vibey easy to watch uh we're gonna spin maximize comfort here off of yaris paris's latest album and then would we come back We're going to take it back a little bit to uh, 2022 and talk about that album. Yeah. 
Listening to background noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to background noise today. I hope you liked that song. I did. It's on my like songs now. It's just, it's such a cozy, comfy, cool song. We're sitting down with Yaris Paris, a pop musician out of Vancouver. That was off his latest album, Maximize Comfort. But I want to talk about your 2022 album, because you said earlier you have released four albums so far uh, with this project, one every year since uh, 2020 there. Why don't you tell me about the 2022 album, Memory Pain? Absolutely, yeah. So this one was really, um, I would say, like a a good transitional album for me, uh, where I stepped away a little bit from having a little bit more of like an acoustic and kind of uh, like folk sound and kind of delved into the electronic side of things a bit more. Um, and the, just like the concepts of memories is really uh, key to this album and just, yeah, just trying to capture, you know, like a different type of memory in each song was a bit of the theme. Um, and then this was also like the first album that I made um, where the idea of performing live was also in the back of my head because the other two albums came out during the, the pandemic. So, you know, outside of a couple Instagram live streams, those songs didn't see um, an audience. So for this album, I also wanted to um, create something that um, maybe would resonate better with a live audience or was maybe a little more up-tempo or easier to, easier to sing along with. Um, so that was really the inspiration behind that album. Cool. And I noticed one song, uh, That's Nice, uh, Yara's Freestyle. Is that song actually freestyled? Because I like that one. Absolutely. I like that. And, you know, yeah. the music video was really nice to that one, too. Kind of like the Maximize Comfort, where it was really just, it was a minimalist kind of music video. But I love the kind of like trippy layering you did. Um, with your movements on there. I thought it was really cool. Why don't you tell me a bit about that song? For sure. Yeah. So that was the first song that I made on that album. And um, I really like gave it a lot of thought if it, if it should even be on the album, because at times it just felt a little random, but I, like it really in the, in the end brought everything together. Um, and like, th- I mean, this is my process for a lot of my songs, but I'll really just come up with a couple loops or maybe even just one loop and then I'll just freestyle a melody over it until something sticks and that was especially true for this song and I really wanted to lean into the the freestyle component of it 
um, which is maybe not something you see too often in the world of indie music or synth pop music. Um, and so even with the music video, I was really inspired by you know, what you might see in the world of hip hop a little more frequently, where you see these great like cypher videos or these great freestyle videos. Uh, so I was really inspired by that. And I want, wanted the video to have the illusion of being a, like a one take walking down the street, uh, you know, saying the words in the in real time, because because that is pretty consistent with how that song was made. Right on. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the song uh, Rookie as well off of that album? Yeah, um, that one was really inspired by like a lot of music from like the height of the blog era in like, you know, like early 2010s, which is um, a, a period I really associate with discovering like what my own taste in music was like, like as I, as I kind of began to free myself from like my parents' taste. Um, and so, yeah, I was really inspired by like that's like that really like clean synthy music from that period and a little bit by like the type of music you might hear um, in the soundtrack of, of a video game. Now, I don't really play a lot of video games, so it was just kind of more my idea of what video game music sounds like. And then, yeah, like lyrically, that song is pretty is pretty simple. Um, but like kind of going back to the memory theme of the album, like I think a lot of what that song um, or like the feeling of that song is about like like youth and like innocence. And so like I think in a lot of ways that song captures um, like the, the, the essence of, of youth or and, and, and innocence. And like a lot of the lighter songs on that album um, are at the beginning and the album gets a little bit darker towards the end. So like I like. The, like that was done for a reason just to kind of have like that light lighter like more like you don't know what's coming yet um type of vibe earlier in the album nice and uh one thing i really like i liked the album art on the memory pain as well uh who did the album art for this one i did nice yeah yeah i do the i do the album art for all of um like the albums and all the singles and stuff like that um I'm honestly like pretty hands-on with every aspect of the music, like from editing the music videos to all that kind of stuff. And it's just because I really like enjoy doing graphic design or video ed editing um, or anything like that. And it's just really cool that music provides an opportunity for me to have something to to design for. So, so yeah, it's a bit that's a big part of it for me as well. Right on, that's awesome. And you know, and it's always so nice to uh, to see an artist too that is so hands-on with their stuff as well. Let's spin uh, those couple songs for Memory Pain. We're going to do the That's Nice, uh, Yaris' Freestyle, and Rookie as well. And then when we come back, we're going to take it back even further for and talk about his 2020 album. Oh, 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 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. We're sitting down with Yaris Paris, a pop musician out of Vancouver. Very hands-on musician, does pretty much everything himself. Sometimes gets his girlfriend to help film the music videos, but... I love that. Uh, we just listened to a couple songs from Memory Pain, the 2022 album. But I'm going to take it back a little bit further to the 2020 album, Real Moves. Why don't you tell me about that album? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, this, this is definitely a very special uh, album for me. Um, I, like, my whole, like, way that I kind of got into music was writing songs on an acoustic guitar and like I spent a lot of time thinking I was going to have a sound uh, similar to like your traditional like folk um, singer songwriter. Um, but as I got more and more interested in production or and electronic music, um, I became like very curious about ways to blend more acoustic based music with electronics. Um, and you know, got really inspired by a lot of '70s songwriting, like a lot of Paul McCartney solo stuff. So that was really the backbone of um, that album was just trying to find um, a good balance between the acoustic and more natural sounding things and, you know, having a bit of an electronic or psychedelic um, element to it as well. Um, And yeah, this was probably the hardest of my albums to make because it was really challenging to find that balance. But I'm, you know, really happy with how this one turned out right on and the song i'm gonna spin from that album uh this one really stood out to me take slow why don't you tell me a bit about that song yeah so that song uh went through um so many different versions because i just couldn't figure out how um fast it should be like if it should be really really slow or really really fast and that's why even like in within the song there's a, a tempo change um in the in one of the later moments that that one was really just um like it, it kind of um it, it, like like it, it's like i think it stands up well compared to a lot of the music i'm working up working on now because i've had uh always had a bit of an interest in dance music and really groovy music as well and so i think with that song that was really what i was going for um and just kind of having um the beat be the first thing and the vocals kind of taking a bit of a backseat, um, which is definitely a bit of a, a theme in a lot of my production. Um, that was really a song where I really honed in on that sound. Right on. We'll play that song in a couple minutes. But first, we're going to talk about the very first song on Spotify, because I always like to scroll down and I always got to ask about the very first song. Uh, so that was Second Life, uh, one of singles in 2019. Why don't you tell me about that song for sure yeah so like prior to making that song i had been working on a lot of music um that that i've never put out just because i was kind of going through a process of figuring out what my sound was um i had like an extremely like electronic uh project that i had that i um really saw the music under in high school and then i just kind of felt like i outgrew that project and i took a bit of a break um, and so when I made that song, it really felt um, like the beginning of a new era, which which in, in fact it was. Um, and I think like the big thing with that song is that um, it was one where my production really took a step forward and I just kind of something clicked on how to make drums sound better, the bass sound better. Um, so what, yeah, so even like even now that like it's been 
almost four years since that song came out. Like I, like I view that song as like a sign um, of maturation. Um, and like, you know, even though a lot of like my music is like relatively like bright and like upbeat, um, like I'd like to think that like my song does have like a certain uh, sense of seriousness and like, like dar- darkness to it as well. And like, I guess a, a common thread theme in a lot of my music is that of like mortality and like time um, being finite. And so like a lot of what that song is about is like, you know, it's, it's kind it's kind of like a part two to uh, YOLO in that, uh, you know, you only have one life, there's no second life. So it's, it's not even necessarily uh, to do like reminding listeners to do anything about it, but it's just a reminder to be aware of it. Beautiful. Let's spin those couple songs here. Take Slow and Second Life. And then when we come back, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, you sent me a couple awesome songs um, from some musicians out in your area. I definitely want to give them a spin and talk about that. Uh, but first, here's Take Slow off the 2020 album, Real Moves from Yaris Paris.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you're loving this music as much as I am. I just, it's such a vibe. I could listen to it all day and it just, I love it. We're going to mix it up a little bit though. Not really mix it up. It sounds kind of similar. It's in the same genre. Uh, but you send me a couple really awesome songs. Uh, one from House of the Future and another one from Tough Cell. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about those songs and those bands? For sure, yeah. So um, House of the Future is a band based out of um, Abbotsford, British Columbia. And they recently put out a great collection of songs called The Vibrant Light. Um, and I've really been enjoying listening to it. And um, I'm playing a show with them in early November at Red Gates Art Society in Vancouver. Um, and so I haven't had the chance to see them live yet, but I'm really excited um, to play with them and see them live. From the videos I've seen of them live, um, they sound great. And I really love the songs they put out so far. So really looking forward to that show. And then the other song is by Tough Cell, um, who I have been super lucky to uh, play with before and we're also playing together at my album release show um, in mid-October and she's really good live it's really um, one of those artists that you kind of need to see live just to really understand um, like how impressive and like incredible their, the sound is so um, yeah two great songs um, of you know the really um, thriving music scene um, in Vancouver and the extended areas but those are two artists um, that I'm really excited about and two songs I really enjoy right on and thank you so much for starting those songs with me because they also went into just my regular rotation I really enjoy them uh, so we're gonna listen to my good dream from house of the future and then biting my tongue from tough cell we'll spin those right away and then when we come back we're going to bring it back to you and talk a little bit more about your latest album, Maximize Comfort.
Listening to background noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you like those songs as much as I did. I honestly, I really do love them, and I'm probably gonna reach out to both of these bands afterwards. I'd love to invite them on the show as well because they were just. I want to hear more. I want, I'm going to hear more of their music, but I want to bring the tables back to you, Yars, and talk about uh, your latest album a little bit more. Maximize Comfort just came out not too long ago. Uh, the one song in particular I want to talk about was the one that I kind of discovered you with. Like that, I heard it on the Classic Cups and Cakes Top 40 playlist. I heard it and I was like, this song is such a vibe. I love it. Then I reached out to you, and here we are. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that song? For sure, yeah. So um, I would say every song on this album was a bit of a pain, painful process to make and that it took a really long time to figure out how it should sound. You know, maybe there would be one or two parts that would be a little bit awkward and tough to finish. Um, but this, like that, is the exception to that and that it was such an easy song to make that I barely remember the process. Um, but I think that I had to kind of make the rest of the album in order to make this song because a lot of the sounds are borrowed from other songs on the album. Um, 
a lot of what I was trying to go for this song was try and create um, a dance song that wasn't necessarily fast because I think oftentimes when people think of dance music, uh, they think of songs that are maybe between like 120 and 130 beats per minute. And the song's much slower than that. And so I tried to kind of create the dancey elements um, outside of the tempo. And a lot of like that, a lot of that comes through with the drums, which are quite bouncy uh, and the bass song. And I even do like, some like vocal type of production or, you know, like percussiveness in the background as well to keep that groove going. So that's a lot of the, the um, backbone of that song. Uh, And then lyrically kind of going back to, you know, having some darker themes in my music, that song is definitely um, about the the fleeting nature of time um, once again. Um, And, you know, I, I, I like, I think that that kind of, gives the song a bit of a unique vibe because it is quite groovy, which has, you know, positive associations, but lyrically it's a little more pensive. And so I think that it kind of catches you in your track because it has a a bit of a weird um, balance of levity uh, and darkness going on there. It totally does. You know, I really, I like songs like that, that when you just listen to upfront, you're like, oh, this is such a happy, fun song. And like, it makes it nice to just like have it on in the background when you're doing whatever. But then when you sit down and you actually like listen to it, you're like, oh, <laughs> that's what this is about. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like a lot of good, uh, like really great pop music um, does that uh, because like sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll hear a song that gets played on the radio all the time or, you know, like the type of songs that get played when you're just going grocery shopping. But then when you actually stop and listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, wow, like is this person okay? Like this is quite a, quite a dark song and like i think that that definitely exists in my music as well yeah uh let's spin that song like that uh and then unfortunately we do have to kind of wind down the show a little bit but as always i do have one more song that we'll talk about before we go but this is like that off of yaris paris's latest album maximize comfort
Listening to background noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to background noise today. I had so much fun sitting down with you and talking. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I always like to end it with one more song, and this song definitely it's for everyone. It is. Nobody can deny that this happens. And it definitely, because we're talking about how some of your songs might have a more upbeat and positive like music to it, but then lyrically a little bit darker. Uh, Doom scrolling. (laughs) I had to save that for the end. We definitely have to talk about it. It's got a music video as well, which I thought was just awesome. Why don't you tell me a bit about that song? For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like inspiration for songs can come all from from anywhere and like a lot of people write write songs about you know abstract ideas or about you know people in their lives that have done wrong by them or maybe they're in love with um but i feel like when i when i think of how i spend a lot of my day like a lot of it is just spent on my phone and so i figured that that would be a good um you know subject for a song and would hopefully resonate with a lot of people and yeah i mean it's just a very like existential um, song, um, just kind of acknowledging how much time I spend looking at my phone, um, you know, doing nothing. And it's definitely by, by no means like an attack on people that do do that because we, we all do that. Um, and you know, like something that like, I think that is important about that song is that like, in some ways it's a little bit of a love song as well. And like, there is a romantic element to it. Um, like the, the the lyric in the chorus for that song is, will you sit beside me as I melt into my phone? Um, which I think in some ways is like a really scary thought, but also uh, kind of romantic at the same time. Um, and and yeah, from like a production standpoint, I it really, that song went through many versions and it kind of started off as like a rock song, um, but I kind of landed on a bit of a chilled out, like alternative R&B sound. Um, cause that just kind of seemed to suit the, the tech, the techie side of that song. 
Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that song. That was definitely one of the songs on the album that was very painful to to get finished. So it just feels really good to have that one out there and to hear that people enjoy that one. Honestly, I did. I did really enjoy it, especially that line that you did talk about too, because my boyfriend and I joke, because sometimes you do, you're just sitting on the couch and before you know it, you were just doom scrolling with each other for an hour, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, I think that like, I mean, and like, unfortunately, like phones are able to sell, uh, solve a lot of problems. And like, there is some rationale while we spend so much time on them. And so sometimes it's like more about like asking for acceptance that like, that's like, I'm just going to spend the next two hours like scrolling on TikTok. Um, and I just need people around me that are okay with that. <laughs> that's awesome. But we'll spend that one in a couple minutes. But First, <laughs> you did mention you have an album release party coming up in the middle of October and you're playing some shows in November. Uh, what all should we be keeping an eye out on you for? Yeah, so the shows are going to be really fun. I got some great stuff planned for them. Um, the release show is at the Lido in Vancouver on October 12th. So if you're listening in, in Vancouver, I'd love to see you there. But other than that, I've got lots of new music planned um, for the next little while as well. Um, so definitely keep an eye on any of the the big social medias because I'm always sharing stuff on there. Um, and then I guess the last thing to mention is that I've got another music video um, from Maximize Comfort uh, coming out next week. It's for the song Way to Satisfy. Um, I think it's my best video yet, so I'm really excited about that one. So definitely keep an eye out for that as well. Right on. I will definitely be checking that one out. And of course, I will link uh, everything in the caption, make it nice and easy for everyone to follow you and find you. Thank you again so much for coming on the show. I had so much fun. I appreciate you chatting with me. This is Doom Scrolling off of Yaris Paris' latest album, Maximize Comfort. Doom scrolling on my phone when I'm feeling Make it go away.
Well, that's all I got for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I had a blast. And hey, you know what? If you're a Canadian musician as well and you're thinking, I want to be on the show, just click the link in our Instagram bio at Background Noise the Show and we'll try to set something up.